Do you have a baggage that is weighing you down? Are you carrying around too much stress and anxiety? Do you have self-doubts and you worry about small things? Are your inner criticisms and negative thoughts affect your decision making? If the answer is yes, then this podcast episode is just right for you. Welcome to Mom Buns and Dad Puns, The Baggage Counter. You are listening to episode 3 of Mom Buns and Dad Puns. And today, we are going to reveal what's in our bags literally and figuratively. And speaking of bags, what's literally inside your bag on a daily basis? What I normally bring to work is a messenger bag, a typical bag, wherein um, I put an extra shirt because you know me, I'm sweaty, I sweat <laughs> a lot, so I do need to have an extra shirt that I bring in the office. Um, second is, of course, the wallet. It's important you have your wallet with you because course it contains your your identification your money um your your budget throughout the day these uh i I need them i need them when i drive i need them when whenever i need to open the gate or open the door without asking anyone Uh, and then i also um put alcohol that's important because you need to sanitize every now and then um i also have a clone that I'm using and uh, ID um, th- those are just the normal stuff I bring whenever I go to work so how about you what, what's your, what's inside your bag what's funny is that I have I don't bring a very big bag but it's usually packed with a lot of things mm-hmm. um, I noticed yeah. I have uh, my wallet course i have uh, keys as well mm-hmm. i have um i have cologne sanitizer um i have lysol spray mm-hmm. uh, i have um, my throat medicine mm-hmm. um i also have a ball pen mm-hmm. my id uh and masks well, speaking of sanitary items, I've noticed that you have a quite a lot, mm-hmm. and it's quite redundant. You have alcohol, you have Lysol spray, you all you already have hand wipes. Yeah. Why, 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 why all that stuff? Why bring all those out? It's because I wanted to be prepared. Um, let's say we are going to grocery stores. Um, I also want to put alcohol every now and then don't you find that redundant like you already have alcohol that can actually kill the germs and you have another spray Lysol spray that you know you use no don't don't you find that too excessive (laughs) no because I just want to be prepared (laughs) yeah but I bet I think that's too much already because you have alcohol and wipes I think that's enough yeah I, I I normally just have al- alcohol. I, I unlike you, I, I I'm actually. But you're asking a minimalist. Well, when it comes but to you're carry. asking for Lysol anyway when we go to grocery stores. Yeah, because when you, wipe- you have it available. If we don't have it available, I'm just gonna use alcohol anyway. So. 
Well, it's handy. So I, I want, I wanted, I wanted to have a lot of things inside my bag. I wanted to be prepared. If we are commuting right now, I would well, I, I add up. <laughs> I would add up. I wouldn't uh, commute. <laughs> right. So, yeah. But yeah, but in the in the, back in pre-COVID, I would still have a lot of things there. I would have um, slippers. Yeah. I also mm. would have um, an umbrella in. But now those two things are gone. Uh, well, well, we're still on topic on mm-hmm. bags. Um, how about when going on trips? What are your normal carry-ons? Ah. <laughs> well, we already have an idea on what I bring on a daily basis. Imagine what more I can bring if we are on a trip. And I pack not just only for me. I pack for you. I pack for our son. Well, uh, well, um, I, I've been mentioning this to you, and I've been telling you to try and pack light, correct? Because just just pack yeah. the necess- necessities. I know. Some some items that I find whenever you're packing things that they're redundant. Why? Uh, some 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 things you don't need. Like what? I don't know who brings. What? A mosquito killer what? in another place. It's mosquito killer? Yeah. The lamp. <laughs> who brings UV lamp in a trip, right? So some things I, I just find excessive whenever you pack things. But uh, it, it's actually good um, because we're, we're different it... in some ways. Because whenever I pack my bags, right, it's important just to have more t shirts than underwear. <laughs> Right. Because I sweat a lot, and you know me, I use like two t-shirts, three t-shirts in a day. So um, whenever I pack, it's different. I would normally pack shirts, then un- underwear, and mm-hmm. just a couple. But of that's shorts. a lie, because I pack all of your things. <laughs> yeah, but when I do, when I do, <laughs> when you do, when you yeah. do, and when I do, and you, you uh, most certainly will check. Whatever things I'll be having on my bag, <laughs> on our bag. That's also a lie. You're not checking it. <laughs> well, wh- whenever I do, okay. Whenever you do, yeah. Whenever you do. And okay, plus, I, I find I find it excessive that you are using a luggage instead of but, just a carry-on. Okay, to clarify, inside that luggage are your things and my things combined. But, and our toiletries and our... Uh, and you do have a separate bag for our son. So uh, yeah, we have. I have a separate luggage <laughs> for our son. W- w- why do you think you need to bring all those? I don't know. I just wanted to be prepared that anything that might happen. Let's say, I don't know. I just, I'm just like that. And I can't help. It's okay, it. I'm not. I'm not judging you. <laughs> I'm just asking, and I, I would just like to share what. Uh, what oh, yeah. are the things that you're you're normally bringing whenever we go out? Oh. And you know me, I'm always the one who's telling you to just pack light. Right. That's me packing light. Because that that's too much, and um, I'm feeling sorry for those who will be carrying <laughs> the, the the stuff or the item. But but that's okay if that's your way on um, being prepared and. I, I do support. I have my reservations, but I do support. We go figuratively this time around. Mm, okay. So, growing up, we do acquire 
several baggages. Well, more on emotional baggages as we live on with mm-hmm. our lives, right? So we narrow it down with the top five criminals we have in mind. Well, more on, you know, as I mentioned, more on emotional baggages. So. Number five, worry. So this is more into we do worry on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Like for example, on work, what do we have for lunch? What would we be doing for the rest of the day? So we do have worries and anxieties that we need to deal with. So for you, what's your uh, what's your worry? Right, so worrier, worry not a warrior. <laughs> yeah, wor- worrier, not a warrior. Um, sometimes. I suffer from, you know, disturbing thoughts that I have in mind. I have, um, I worry about what's going to happen next in our lives, what's going to happen to our son. I worry about uh, our work. Sometimes we trap ourselves into that situation, you know. We cause ourselves those anxiety. We, we actually differ. And in some ways, I, I do worry, but not a lot. You know me. I'm more of a forward thinker when it comes to things. Um, because I believe worrying too much doesn't really make you focus on the things that you need to be prepared for. It's, it's more of a trigger warning to make you do something before it happens, right? Number four, self-doubt. We tend to be uncertain with what we can do. And we question our talent or our skills whenever we go through uh, new challenges in life. right? And we, all, we are always concerned that we're not good enough. So we are filled with confusion and hesitation. I actually look at this at a positive light because it's it's good to have a certain level of self-doubt because it challenges you, mm-hmm. right? For example, you are doubtful on the things or, or how you'll be doing things and you, you'll have an opportunity to think of different ways on how to approach it, right? Uh, well, it's a positive pusher for you to do things differently. Because I believe there are certain approach wherein you can reach the same goal, but you'll differ in in the way you you'll approach it. For example, for challenges, your work, how would you efficiently do work um, despite the challenge or despite um, being away from your team members or being away from your teammates? So there's always opportunity for you to challenge. The way you approach things. Mm. So yeah, that's how I look. Uh, that's how I look at it. Uh, but regardless, yeah, self doubt. This is something that we grow up with. Um, we we talked last time. Um, what are the things that uh, you know we ask ourselves growing up? What do we really want to be? And um, at one point in your life, you're going to ask. Um, in a way, that's your self-doubt. You're going to ask, is this something I really like to do, mm-hmm. right? Right. And Until you actually do it. So, mm-hmm. 
been good so far. So, meaning you were able to overcome that doubt and approach it um, different. Right, okay. yeah. Well, number three, um, of course, we do have the idea of um, perfectionism. Mm-hmm. So, more of being a control freak in whatever uh, you'll be doing or whatever um, you want to be in control of. But uh, sometimes it's contradictive. Um, there are things that you cannot control, right? Right. I think it's also me being very competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm competitive when it comes to, well, almost everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, like this podcast. Yeah, like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very competitive. So uh, sometimes it affects uh, our job every day. Obviously, sometimes I'm being too much. Uh, because I want everything to be perfect and sometimes I'm just getting burned out and I'm not even realizing that affects me also in a negative way. Well, I would say just don't um, take things mm-hmm. too personally. Some mm-hmm. things you can control mm-hmm. and you don't have to punish yourself mm-hmm. for not having control 100% of the time. Right. Well, in a way, it's finding those um, perfections and little imperfections, right? Okay, moving on to number two. Too much complaining. Well, right. it's, sometimes it's easier to play the blame game mm. instead of admitting. And uh, you use someone or um, another instance as an excuse to absolve yourself from, you know, from something to avoid taking responsibilities or taking accountability that's why we complain we we find another channel wherein we can put that blame on that um, certain topic to avoid being um, criticized over it so for example you you are not happy with how things are being done in your work or even here at home um, w- would there be a way to turn it around and um, do it as a suggestion? As a suggestion. No, don't get me wrong. Whenever I complain, it's just in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't say it out loud. Yeah. It's just in my head. So what I do, um, for example, when I'm at work, what I do, I complain in my head, and then I reflect on things mm-hmm. before I say it. Before so in a way, you're it, revising it already. Yes, I'm okay. turning that negative thought into a positive light okay. and whenever I All talk right. to people. You okay. know, but, you know, this that's why it's called criminals, top five criminals we have in mind. So it's just in my head. Okay. I Always. Think, I think that's, that's a good approach mm-hmm. uh, because you are able to think it through before telling it to others and you are being considerate I turn that negative thought mm-hmm. into a more positive approach and last we go to our top item which mm-hmm. is overthinking so this is something that we all do so we assume the worst things mm-hmm. will happen to us so I'm not an overthinker I, I do take things as they happen. I, I, I'm not the type of person who prepares for things. Uh, I, I take them as they are. 
So in a way, um, my 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 the things that I just overthink would be something that's long term. For example, um, how can we save for the business that we like? Um, what are the things that we can um, invest on, not just for ourselves but for our son? Uh, what are good uh, investments in general? So for for you, what makes you overthink? I always uh, think of the worst that can happen. Life is more complex. I am not only thinking about myself. I'm thinking about our family. I'm thinking about our kid. Sometimes, you know, overthinking and thinking of the worst thing that might happen doesn't help me anymore. You know, uh, because it's too complex, it's too complicated, and the worst things that might happen really scare me a lot. And, you know, we tend to take things for granted and we just conclude on something that something bad will happen. Well, overthinking does help you in a, in a way, um, well, personally, because it, it helps you prepare for the worst. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. You you um, tend to make a list mm. of some steps that you need to do to overcome those um, things that you overthink about. So in a way, it does help and it it um, allows you much. to prepare, but not, not too, too much, much because it overcrowds your judgment right. as well. So mm. you overthink of too much ways on how to approach things, right? right. Um, so for example, we get sick. You overthink that it's probably COVID. <laughs> yeah. We coughed a little or we sneeze a little and yeah. then you find it that you know it's it's the virus already. So mm. I think that's too much already and it, it becomes being pessimistic um, if you overthink too much. So closing this podcast, what are your takeaways? You know, as we grow older, we tend to have a very complex life and because we have a complex life, we carry a lot of baggages and I think because of that, we are imprisoned with the negative thoughts that we have. And we feel like there's no way out. But, you know, in my opinion, a little fear is okay to keep you going, to, you know, go out of your comfort zone and to have more solutions than problems. And I agree. Um, You mentioned about um, acquiring baggages as we go on, right? Mm. Uh, But I believe not... All would be negative. There are positive baggages that you lessons acquire along the life, way. Yeah, yeah, called lessons mm-hmm. and a good experience, right. right? So, I would suggest just keep on carrying those positive baggages as you go along because um, those negative baggages you acquired, um, you'll learn to let those go as time goes by, and you'll you'll really learn just to keep the positive ones with you. Right, you need to live your life and you know learn from the mistakes. Yep, I agree. I agree. Right. So, yeah. And that's it for episode three of Mom Buns and Dad Buns. We hope you've learned something from this episode. To join in our conversations, follow us on Instagram at Mom Buns and Dad Buns. Like us on Facebook and please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening and see you on the next one.
My husband and I have decided to finally enroll our son to a summer playgroup session so he'll have a feel of what school like and meet new friends even if it's just done online. And so, after work, I got curious so I asked our son, Do you want to go to school? He replied, No thanks. So I asked, Why not? He said, Because I'm a little bit nervous. And then I told him, At school, you're not only going to learn new things, you're also going to gain friends. It's challenging, but it's worth it. Then he asked, And play? Promise? I said yes. And finally, he replied, Okay then, I'd like to go to school. Welcome to episode 4 of Mom Buns and Dad Buns and today, we're not only going to look back to our first day of school memories, we're also going to talk about what it feels like to be a parent of a toddler going to school for the first time. Do you still remember how you felt on your first day of school? I actually remember feeling excited whenever there's first day of school because it's a surprise to know who your classmates would be. Yeah. Uh, so for, for every year, uh, you get to change mm -hmm. section. So there's no guarantee if your friends are still on the same class as you are. I always remember feeling nervous about it. I, I don't know with Filipino teachers, they would require us of having an one-fourth index card with your one-by-one one picture on it and then they would shuffle it and then pick one and if you're the lucky winner of that draw you need to tell something about yourself and I have first day jitters every time I would imagine doing that in every period and every subject of the day on the first day on the first day I think it's also the icebreaker. Yeah, I, I think it's it's okay because you you get to memorize what you're going to say throughout <laughs> the day. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say the same exact things over and over. I wanted to be creative in uh, introducing myself and all that. I think it, that's the pressure that I put in myself um, whenever it's first day of school. Yeah, but. Uh, I think that's part of the fun when it comes to first days because uh, you, you only get to do this uh, during the orientation. So uh, once you, you move past the first day, I think that's a different story already. And um, it's a different scenario. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's okay. It's okay for uh, um, everyone to introduce themselves. Because I, I mentioned um, it's not guaranteed that you are on the same class. True. And, uh, every year, there's also new teachers coming in. So not mm. everyone will, uh, out of all the students, not all will remember so you, you. Yeah, so you're saying that you enjoy the icebreakers that the teachers prepare. Do you like it? I, I, I do enjoy it. I, I did. Well, I did enjoy it. You get to wear your best clothes on the first day, your brand new shoes, your new haircut. So that, that's what you matters. Mean your, you, you mean your best set of uniform yeah yeah the, the <laughs> best that you wear on the monday yeah. new bags new notebooks yeah what were your preparations before the first day of school well um on the night 
prior the first day of school, I remember preparing my clothes, uh, make sure that they are ironed out properly. My leather shoes, they're shined, um, although they're brand new. Um, make sure that they're clean and um, make sure to put a pair of socks already inside the shoes. And um, also books, my notebooks, my pen. Uh, make sure that they all are wrapped cleanly and they are labeled properly. I think I'm more excited about the night before the first day of school than the actual first day of school that you get to, you know, um, meet your new classmates and your new teachers because I remembered having new uniform, new shoes, new bags. We do it yearly. And uh, I remember also having, you know, a nice haircut. They call it Gupit Binata. It's, it's more of a <laughs> two by three um, hairstyles. Since we started online classes last year, um, how do you think kids are preparing for their first day of school? I imagine the parents are more excited than their kids. Excited or tired? No, excited. Especially if you are a first-time parent. I think you're more excited than your kid or your toddler. Or it's their first time in college or in high school. It's not every day that as a parent you get to see how they are um, in their classroom. We do have something we call emotional quotient or EQ, right? Mm. And um, being on online classes is somehow different because you cannot really see or you cannot really interact with your fellow students. Um, do you think this is hard for the kids? I think you get to have a different interaction when you're just talking to a person over the phone or via you know, video call rather than having a real conversation face to face. So the adjustment based on, you know, making friends and really interacting with their classmates and obviously the memories they have gained since last year or this school year, it's totally different. So on the intro, we reveal that we have finally decided to enroll our son to a playgroup session. How do you feel about it? Kind of excited to see how he yeah. will do. Me too. Um, in terms of interaction with mm -hmm. the, the classmate. What I'm curious about is his a a attention span. True. <laughs> like, uh, I'm curious how the teacher would keep five kids in Yeah, focused. in one Zoom session. Yeah, correct. So mm -hmm. that's 30 minutes of kids. Playing around. Kids. And w I think it's also an interaction with the kids and also the parents of the kids. Yeah, and our right? son is used to mm. um, doing video calls, right? True. He's familiar. So I'm, I'm actually interested to see what will the teacher do to keep that focus for 30 minutes, <laughs> nine <laughs> sessions. So. Right. I think it's uh, totally different because in the normal video call that he had experienced, it's just one person on the other side, right? Now it's five kids, sorry, four kids plus one teacher. And, and I'm curious to see as well how the teacher would implement all the activities. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, the, the kids will be supervised by the parents. And I think it's more of the parents who will be on the call 
rather mm. than the kids. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. What are your preparations now that it's not you who's going to have that first day of school? It's our son who's going to experience it. Well, well, we'll just have to make sure that everything he needs, um, mm-hmm. for example, the materials that we'll be needing, True. Uh, we'll coordinate it with the teacher so that um, when his first day of school comes, he, he has everything he needs. I'm looking forward for his first day of school and excited to see his reaction when he interacts with his fellow students. It's a surprise not just for our son, but for us as well. We don't know what to expect. Mm, so, right. Yeah, this nine sessions are like a trial run for for us. For the first time, parents like us, it's uh, totally a matter of you know adaptability. We don't dream it this way. We don't think of it this way. We thought that we're gonna be there for them That's we're right. going to be there in the field trips or the foundation day right, or family day family day so i think this is quite different because they wouldn't have those experience yet mm, right what's your advice to parents whose kids are also first timers in school we know for a fact that this setup won't last forever so my advice to the parents out there you just have to cherish every single moment that you have with them and enjoy the class with them too don't be a distraction instead be an inspiration to them be as hands-on as much as possible because uh, parents are still the first teachers for the kids and i agree uh, this is new for everybody kids have different learning curves and this is a good way to observe where your kid is at when it comes to learning um, different activities and um, hopefully as parents you can also adapt and uh, be just be patient um, in teaching your kids as well yeah it's also a perfect time for us to really guide our kid yeah just support them just support them to fellow parents we do encourage you to try to be creative even though it's still an online class and everyone is um, apart from each other you can still be traditional you can still prepare their clothes iron their clothes yeah prepare their, their bag yeah and be creative i also want to encourage you guys to at least put a note of encouragement or inspiration to your kids or do things with them or inspire them in a more creative way be their teacher and their classmate yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And that's a wrap for today's conversation. We hope you were able to relate to this episode. If you do, follow us on Instagram at Mumbuns and DadPons. We also have a Facebook page that's facebook.com slash and DadPons. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening and see you on the next one. Yeah, no, no, no. Could you be the one? Shh.